Good morning to Brian Lamb over there in McLaren Vale, Paxton and Balance Nation. Good morning. Thank you very much for having me. Great. Yeah. I'm, um, oh, so are you actually coming through now on... Hang on. Are you coming through on the phone or on the thing? Let's talk. Can you talk again? No, nah, yeah, coming through no. on the phone. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, all right, excellent. Okay. Let's just stick with the phone. Let's yeah, stick, let's with, stick the with the phone. Hi, Brian. <laughs> Hi, Jill. How are you? I'm, are I'm you? very well, thank you. Oh, look, actually, it's all worked out because I was going to play, well, we were going to play that song uh, after the interview, but it kind of makes more sense to play it first because it, it really segues into one of the reasons why I contacted you uh, to get you on yeah. the show. Um, and I'm sorry, I have been remiss. I, sh- I should have contacted you earlier, but I saw this article on LinkedIn that you'd put up a few weeks ago about the killers. And I'll say again, I am one of their biggest <laughs> fans. And um, my, my, yeah, absolutely. And um, so uh, I, and I saw that Ronnie, who is their absolutely hot drummer is very involved in um in one of course they're an american band so he's in the in the napa sonoma sort of area and he and paxton's and paxton's do beautiful wines down mclaren vale and uh they were going to cohorts and i thought that is so random what's happened brian what's going on now i know brian from sorry but a previous life it's this life brian's very good friends with my bestie over in san francisco and uh so i've met brian before and we've had a couple of drinks together and um and i know that brian's very heavily involved in the music industry as well as the wine so i'm going to stop talking and i'm going to hand over to you brian tell us first mate tell us how you ended up in the wine industry how you ended up in australia in mclaren bale and then later on we'll talk a bit about the music how's that Okay, thank you. I'll try to make this this quick. Um, Take your time. I'm, I'm born and bred in, in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm, I'm a <clears throat> true blue Boston boy. I grew up in um, actually grew up in a restaurant family in Boston, so have been have been working in restaurants all of my life. And um, after college, after uni, I um, was bartending and still pondering whether I wanted to go to law school or not. And then I got and in that window i got an opportunity i got offered my first wine sales job this is probably 22 years ago and um that started it uh so i started in boston working in distribution uh, restaurants print distribution uh then actually my wife and i penny opened a wine shop a uh, fine wine store for um several years uh, my wife's australian so i i, I did my junior year abroad uh, which is a common thing in America, I guess, to go overseas and study your third year uni. And, and I did that. I went to Wollongong Uni. That's where we met. Um, so we've been we we've been back and forth over the years between Boston and Australia. You and I met in Sydney. We lived in Sydney on the Northern Beaches for six years. And then uh, the wine migration took me to my McLarenville. I. Uh, and show was offered a job in sales and marketing director for Paxton, and I've been there for I've been here for eight years now. And uh, wow. we made the move that down to McLarenville. Yeah, it did. five years ago, six I think it was our sixth year in McLarenville, and we and just last year we bought our our vineyard estate and home property that we've been uh, you know building up over the last two years. So, and then. Um, on to the killers. I mean, yeah, it's an interesting story. It's it's actually a, a friend of a friend. There's a there's a guy named Tim Jones who's a he's a local guy who's 
a incredible musician and professor of music at UNLV. Uh, he's a friend of the Paxton family, specifically Ben Paxton. And we, um, we connected, he, he was referred to come see, like come taste some wines with us about 10 years ago while the killers were on tour in Adelaide. And that was the first time Ronnie came to Paxton. And then the second time around we had him again and we started just kind of riffing ideas and said, why don't we do a wine together? And then uh, I said, all right, give me some time to think about it. So um, we ended up with this product we call the Batrista, which I, uh, I, don't know, I just kind of got inspiration. <laughs> I don't know how, but it's, it's very simply, I mean, in Batrista in Spanish means grammar. And we tied in the facts of uh, the importance of rhythm, rhythm in both music and also the rhythm of vineyards as we are a biodynamic and organic wine company um there there are some synergies in how um the, the rhythm of life plays a role in both and uh yeah. so we launched this um Beterista. we we decided to do something special we said look if we're going to do a wine let's do our best vineyard our best block and our best barrels and um this is from our jones block vineyard which is a uh rena- quite a renowned vineyard that we have on um on Field Street, it's basically the vineyard right next to the cube. It's the best way to give anyone any geographic location. So if you're driving into Derenberg's sure. Cube, it's the vineyard on the right. And there's 60-year-old vines, incredible incredible quality and richness of fruit. And so we take, uh, essentially, we just do about a barrel or two from that vineyard each year for the Batterista, special release. And uh, we did a launch. We did official launch parties on this tour in December. So we did one at our cellar door at Paxton. Uh, and then we did a, di- uh, a second launch party in Sydney, which was just fun bottle signing, kind of combination of wine fanatics, killers fans, and all just getting <laughs> together to yarn and um, get their bottles and drink wine, meet Ronnie. It was good fun. Yeah, so I, we, I, I, um, I bet. Yeah, and he's look. He loves wine. He's a big wine fanatic. He's big into organics and biodynamics as well. He's very much about the provenance of things. He loves the concepts of single vineyard wines and very handmade and um, you know quality driven. And um, that was our focus when we decided to make this product. Um, sure. Yeah, and he's a great guy. They're a great. They're a great band and great people involved in the band and the whole crew. We get to meet more and more people. I can only imagine that it has been a very fun ride for you, as obviously you're a fanatic in the wine and the music industry, and uh, and so it's um it's a bit special. And they ended up in the studio in your house as well. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I'm a musician as well, and um, we yeah, so they they popped in to have a look, little little jam around on, on our gear. We, I have a I have a band called the Mac Band, which is a Fleetwood Mac tribute show that plays around the wineries here in McLarenville and Adelaide Hills. And I have a original band, original blues band called The Ambush, which is a little more gritty, bluesy, classic rocky, a little more like the Black Crows, as we were just yeah. talking about, Rich. Have you, have, you, um, have you done a gig with the Yeasty Boys from the Yarra Valley? Do you know those guys? <laughs> I know those guys. I mean, I know of them. I, don't, I, um, I, I, I have 
They have come up in a few conversations, but no, not yet. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. They, they are actually pretty good. So you got Bridgie from Levantine Hill. Uh, you got uh, Stewie Proud from Thousand Candles. Bill Downey plays bass. There's a few other people that come in and out, but they're actually pretty darn good. We uh, The ambush band that I have is like that. We've got Nick Napstein from Repost Wines, Adelaide Hills, uh, mm-hmm. Stu Mossman, the GM of Hentley Farm, Barossa, <laughs> me at Paxton. So it's the same. There's so many musicians in the wine industry. There are. They, they go together well. <laughs> <laughs> go together well, it's well. true. Two, 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 of, two of the world's best things, absolutely. I have a feeling you guys would be able to have a bit of a, a chinwag about the music because Richo is very heavily involved. He's a sax, saxophonist. Oh, clar- I was a clarinet. clarinet. Professional, co- pre- clarinet. yeah, classical musician. But no, I, I, play, the, I play the guitar badly now. Um, yeah. and uh, you know we all do we all play badly yeah we play. Well, I, I just always thought you know well I studied in America I studied in New York and you know I, I had a pretty good career around the traps playing in the orchestras and I thought oh well I've played in all the you know the ACO and all these orchestras the, the guitar will be easy but it, Brian it, it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> were you teaching yourself yeah. or were you using like the YouTube videos no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> no but I, I, I go to mate I got a lot of mates who are musos and I, I Ask them, oh, well, what, what should I do here? And they, you know, for me, it's all about shape. Once I get my shapes right, it's good. But I also, I want to do everything. I don't want to be a lead guitarist though. But I just like playing music uh, and listening, listening to music and drinking wine's a good combo for me. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Keep at it. You'll get, you'll get there, man. Oh, it's, I'm getting better. Um, it comes in stages. Getting better. It comes in stages. Oh, who else? We got um, Dave Matthews has got a vineyard. He's got oh, a winery. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and um, well, often. Often the the big touring acts that would come through the Yarra Valley would come out to uh, to Tarawara and, and come and have a taste, which was Bruce Springsteen came through and a few other people came through, so that was good. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they do go hand in hand. Well, and they must travel yeah. to McLaren Vale as well when they're touring, playing in Adelaide, because all the bands play in Adelaide now. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we do. There has been uh, Sam Smith did a performance at Darwinburg here recently. That was more performance based, but yeah, we, we get people through here, and um, uh, it's always fun to host. And have you tried some of the experiments? I know that I've I've seen people, you know, with three different ferments of riesling or whatever. They'll play classical to one, they'll play jazz to another, and they'll play rock and roll, and and swear that they all taste different. Yeah, no, we haven't done that, but um, that's I like I like. That's an interesting concept. That's for it's, sure. it's, it's definitely a concept. It's actually done quite often. I think that you would get a lot of fun out of it. Can we um, can we talk about your Balance Nation brand? Uh, just just give us a bit a bit of background. Why you and Penny started it? When you started it? What sort of wines and where we can get them from? Give us the whole spiel. Yeah, no worries. We well, we'll look, we've both been in this business a long time, and uh, we bought this vineyard and property, and um, we we're ready for a little side project. We're both. She's a sales and marketing director at uh, Wollonga 100. And uh, so, you know, ultimately, the, we really wanted to focus on conscious consumerism. Our, our vineyard is organic and biodynamic. And um, just uh, we, we had an opportunity. We were approached by a friend in the industry. And it was kind of the catalyst to do it. And, um, yeah, we're, we're, it's sold nationally. And it's especially in Coles at the moment with um, the first choice stores. Um it's a small little thing, but it's just a, it's a start. Uh, it's small, it, but it's yours and you're, you're yeah. making your mark. And I think that's really important because it's something that so many people want to do, but don't actually do it. And I think it's impressive that you have. 
we uh, yeah we do a Shiraz and we do a Grenache blend and we're kind of really focusing on 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 just um, kind of a very simple uh, uh, and easy to drink wine wine making approach fresh fresh and fruity but you know um, we, we the product makes conscious decisions on the packaging from lightweight glass to recycled paper and um, our vineyard, the vineyard also is just typically sustainable. Um, so we're, you know, McLarenvale is big enough. Paxton, of course, has been the leaders in biodynamic farming here for 20 years. And so I've been very much involved in selling it and promoting this as, as you know, I travel the world for the brand and I spend a lot of time spruiking not just Paxton, but McLarenvale to the world. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, and you know, you see where consumerism's going, and the things that are important to wine drinkers going forward. Brian, what what do you think it is about McLaren Vale and you know Paxton and Gemtree being organic biodynamic? Is it is it because it's a good place to do it farming there? Is it is it a community thing? Is it something you feel strongly about as a community? Yeah, it's both. I think it started it started as a very good place to do it. So if you geographically think about all the things you would need to be most more most, most probably successful with organic biodynamics our region is that where oceanfront we have a uh, favorable uh, maritime mediterranean culture that uh, uh, climate that is um consistent and uh we so the terroir of this region is very suited to it and then secondly there, there has been a move i think there's a movement within the Clarenvale towards this yeah my last check was up to about close to 40% of the growers are organic or um, organic or, or, or in that direction. Wow. Um, so it's quite, it's, 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 it's rising. And we, we as a region also have taken a position that we want to be known for this and from McLaren Bell Great Water Tourism perspective and the work they do helping promote it. So we, yeah, collectively the region has said, yeah, is what we want to do and this is this is how what we want to be part of our dna for this region sure it's definitely living in mud you just mentioned before about um you know the, the, the behavioral and trends or well, my words but changing trends of, of the consumer and we were speaking about that earlier on the show i mean you, you heard uh Melanie's text in, which I think I actually think it was great that she did. Yeah. And it's not actually being controversial. I think it's just people, you know, speaking their yeah, minds. There are always going to be generalizations and this and that. But um are you are you finding that in McLaren Bella they're so well known for doing magnificent red wines, of course whites as well. But um are you finding that people are wanting the more readily available, ready uh, ready to drink now. If you're buying it, you want to drink it within 24 hours, not put down. Or what what, what are you specifically seeing for people who come to see you at the cellar door? Yeah, I mean there is definitely that. You know, we we jokingly say that people don't people don't sell a wine like they used to. I mean, I think that's pretty much a fact. If we're probably did some data search on that, but I think there's a there's a movement in. I think it's a, it's a lot of it's a stylistic driver, meaning that. They just want these fresh, easy drinking wines, and that aren't too serious or or need too much um, time or whatnot, you know. And uh, so we're seeing that. I mean, we're changing the way we age our wines, and we're, you know, this year we're doing. I know everyone amphoras and alternative um, aging vessels are are all the rage as well, and and they give a different flavor profile and. You know, we still yeah. have our tiers. I mean, we have quite a diverse selection of wines and are in 
our entry level ones between that twenty and twenty five dollar price point and then into our premiums go from thirty five up to a hundred um, so you know the, the 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 premium ones are definitely designed for that well, one thing yeah. I'd like to talk about real quickly is that we're also part of we've just started a new um, a new group a new kind of concept called the living icons uh, which we're hosting a dinner uh, one dinner at um, Mount lofty house on Thursday the fourth. Anyways, living icons are six wineries that all have vineyards that were planted in the 1800s. So right. we wow. we at Paxton have uh, our EJ block planted in 1887. Wow. Uh, Darnberg has theirs. Kays has theirs. Leckenfield Hamilton has theirs. Um, Ox Hardy. Uh, so we've started this. What we wanted to do here was um, also showcase to the world and in, in the country that. Old vines are part of the McLarenvale landscape. It's not just a Barossa thing. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we've been quite successful in how we just did our, I was at Pro Wine in Germany in, in March, and we did our first masterclass presentation um, with Living Icons, which I thought was very well received. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, what we're trying to do, as I said, is um, showcase that we've got some really old vines here. Our, our vines were planted around the same times that the early settlers planted the Brasa. And um, they're, uh, you know, they're special. Yeah, yeah I, I actually um, opened up a Shield Estate Mururu 2019 from a vineyard planted in 1847 in a masterclass last week and paired it with the Oxhardy 2012 ancestor vine so that was from a vineyard planted in 1871 uh, 720 bottles not much of that around brian yeah <laughs> wow that's amazing yeah yeah, yeah good wine. Know, they're great a, wines they are great wines and um so yeah we we, we our ej block is ej's named after david paxton's mother elizabeth jean which she lived to be 102 so on wow. her 100th birthday wow. we launched this this uh this product this was in 07 uh, and made a hundred cases in, in honor of her, and that's been sort of that was the start of the the, the product. And uh, yeah, it's a wonderful vineyard. It's it's still very consistent yields, and it's quite healthy. And it's got ten meter deep rootstock, and um, it's kept itself alive through years where no one was there to tender it. And um, and it's quite healthy and strong now. It's farmed it's been farmed biodynamically for twenty years now, so it's really built up a. Uh, a self-managing model to a degree. Um, so yeah, that's that's one exciting little project we've got going on here. Yeah, that's that's what, what, that's super cool. Oh, you go, Jill. Well, I was going to say what one of the many, but I do think that one that you definitely need to put on for the next uh, year or two is to sing to the vines. Sorry, was what? Sing, sing, sing to the grapes. Play to the grapes. <laughs> yeah. I think because I'm not a winemaker, I'm a sales and marketing guy. I'm not in the I'm not in the lab. If I was a winemaker, I'd probably have the guitar out doing something like that. So, yeah, no, fab- <laughs> fabulous stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, we we had a few problems at the beginning, but uh, we got it sorted out. Thank you so much for joining us on the Wine Show Australia, Brian Lamb. Guys, thank you so much. Have a great day. I really appreciate it. Have a have a killer Thanks, day. Mate. Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Richard. Oh, yeah, nice. I'm gonna leave, leave idea, it with Richard. a zinger. Thanks, Brian. How are you? How are you? All right. Good, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff.